Hi, welcome to Talk About the Passion. I'm your host, Christian Campagna, and on this episode I am starting a new feature where I will be talking to someone from an underground band that is an up-and-coming band or a new band, that kind of thing. My guest today is Pedro Ortiz, who plays in a band called Eurasia out of Miami, Florida. Eurasia play a 90s-inspired rock music that reminds me of bands like Hum, Torch, Pelican. I even hear some Sonic Youth in there. Pedro is the leader of this project, and he had uh, sent me a message after I released the episode with Steve Brooks of Torch to come on the show, and uh, coincidentally, Jonathan uh, of Torch mastered their new release, Signals, which uh, we we talk about on this episode, and I've included a a couple songs from that on here as well. Uh, So we set up a day to talk, and I had to uh, cancel uh, out of the blue, and then unfortunately... We rescheduled uh, for a few days later and an hour before we were going to talk. Uh, my electricity <laughs> in my house went out. Uh, we finally got together on the phone a few days later and uh, talked for about an hour, and my machine uh, did not record the conversation. So here is the fourth attempt at uh, recording this, and uh, went, it went well, So uh, as you'll hear here. Uh, we talk about how we, he uh, came up in music what his process is creating music as well as uh, some of the different uh, people he's played music with. Pedro uh, definitely has a solid vision and I think he's executed it well with, with this Signals release, especially after hearing some of the stories behind it. It all kind of comes together and makes a little more sense. Uh, you can get this and other music on all streaming services uh, right now as well as their Bandcamp page. Uh, if you search uh, for the uh, Euro- Eurasia, which is E. U-R-O-A-S-I-A band. Uh, you'll find it. Like I said above, if, if you know you like bands like Hum, Torch, you know, heavy 90s melodic music, uh, definitely give them a listen. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like what you hear here, hear here, please like and subscribe and give us a review if you want. That's always a big help. I'm on social media, Facebook and Instagram, and I keep both of those pretty up to date. So just search for Talk About the Passion there, and you should find me. Well, here we go with episode 78 with Pedro Ortiz, Eurasia Band. Thanks for listening. I am here with uh, Pedro Ortiz out of uh, Eurasia Band. How are you doing tonight? I'm good, thank God. How yeah. are you? I'm very good, very good. Thank you. Um, so you're from uh, Miami? Yeah. And you you grew up there? Yeah, uh, born and raised in the in the in the county of Dade, which is like a like a Rick Ross song. <laughs> 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 I think that's Rick Ross. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. probably it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how how young were you when you got into music? Um, when I got, uh, when I got into music, I was like just about 13 years old. Mm-hmm. That's when I, um, when I started playing, uh, I, when I wanted to learn how to play guitar because, uh, it was this kid that I knew that, um, he played drums and, uh, like I said, he played drums very well yeah. and he, he used to take like, um, drum lessons and Sam Ash and, and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, you know, he, we used to listen to music and I was like, uh, I was like, you know, I should try learning how to play guitar. 
which is funny because I don't have a, I don't have like a musical background. Right. Uh, so it was kind of pretty bold, but you know, hey. I actually got to do it. So it worked out for the best. And, um, you know how it is when you buy a guitar, you buy the, uh, combo amps and all that oh, stuff yeah. on like pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It had a Hondo so, yeah. guitar, which I, I don't even know if they make those anymore, but, um, so who, yeah, yeah. Oh, I never heard of that. I gotta, yeah. look, I gotta see that. Yeah, it was in the '80s. <laughs> um, so, what kind of stuff were you listening to around this time when you when you started playing? Uh, <laughs> at that time, uh, mostly the whole mainstream stuff, like um, uh, <laughs> Blink One Eight Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Blink One Eight Two, like Linkin Park, all that stuff, and then. You know, I eventually grew out of that phase and started listening to Nirvana. Mm. Uh, from Nirvana, I, I also listened to Rage, Rage yep. Against the Machine. Uh, Rage, actually, I, I, yeah, Rage Against the Machine was also a big. Uh, I just remember, yeah, Rage was also a big, like, real big. Yeah. Influence of me at the time, like at least that time. Like by that time, I was like, I think like ninth, ninth grade. Right. And I was like into Nirvana and Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And then. And then uh, from there, uh, listened to Sublime, and then I just started playing. Excuse me, I started playing um, like that ska reggae stuff, and then uh, uh, and so I I listened to I started listening to this band called CKY, and from from there that's when I was like, I wanted to go into like rock music, like just like riffing. Right. Yeah, those yeah. guys are great. And you, we were so. I'll, I'll probably talk about this in the intro to this, but this is our, our second time talking. Uh, but you, the other night, you, were, we were both talking about CKY, and uh, I was also. What are you talking about? That, that didn't happen. <laughs> it was a dream, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a dream. It was like a, I don't know. We had the same exact dream. Yeah. And, I had, yeah. and, the, and the dream, the dream was that we were talking, and then the, just the machine didn't record. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that doesn't happen. But. <laughs> um, but CKY, we were talking about how it was too bad that they sort of got famous for Jackass when they were actually, you know, a legitimately a good, a good band. But you know, a lot of a lot of people like myself, I discovered them through uh, the the those the CKY videos, not Jackass, but they had those mm-hmm. those early videos of them doing stunts that ended up being in the Jackass stuff. But even those videos were more yeah. like raw and just kind of cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, like what we uh, like what we said before in the dream that uh, <laughs> that uh, that uh, yeah, like they were into that that whole jackass thing, and then um, they got super popular from it. And I forgot to mention that they also got popular because of Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that's pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I hope they got a fat check from that one because that know, game right? sold. Yeah. Yeah, and those songs are, and, uh, uh, on those Tony Hawk things are like ingrained into my head. They they just re uh, yeah like re reissued those recently, and they have most of the same soundtrack, and it's uh it's pretty cool. Let, 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 let me see how old school you are. Yeah. Uh, when you think about when you think about Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, do you think about the Superman from Goldfinger? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they. I, I love those games. I mean, I'm I'm a little older than you, but I I was playing those when they those came out and kind of got me into some of those modern bands that I wasn't into 
but it had old stuff yeah. too, like the, the the DKs were on there, the Dead Kennedys. And... Did it have Primus? Primus, yeah, I think it was Adele the Funky Homo Sapien song on there at one point. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> wow, man, I'm surprised they got away with that soundtrack. To be honest with you. <laughs> I know, right? Because you know, the soundtracks are not really good. Yeah. I you know, know? <laughs> like, like, cause, you, like, if you want to get it, like, if you want to do something that has to do with soundtrack, you're gonna get something that's more like, you know. Like, uh, I don't know, like, like somebody's personal soundtrack getting on a game. That's very strange. You yeah, know? I know, right? Um, and I know we're going off topic. Well, one last thing. I don't know if you ever played a game called, uh, um, it was a PlayStation game called Thrasher Skate and Destroy. And that one oh, had a no. great soundtrack. Oh, really? No, I didn't, I didn't play that one. That one had a soundtrack, bro. Uh, if you listen to hip hop, yeah. it had like, you know, um, man, what's the name of that song? Uh, Rapper's Delight and oh yeah, the old yeah, and Gangstar and a bunch oh, nice. of man, check it out. Nice. I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to. I love '90s hip hop like Gangstar and DJ Premier from Gangstar. Yeah, was great. We can talk about Gangstar all day. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. But so CKY though is sort of influenced your guitar playing early on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was a huge CK was a huge influence on me and to the point that um I wanted to buy the uh I got into Parker guitars because of uh Darren Miller from CKY and uh it was like a guitar store and I remember I wanted to to uh to get it and then um I wanted to work for it and yeah. my mom my mom actually got it for me and uh I was, I was I was really happy for that one um uh to this day I still have the guitar Oh, nice. So, it's been, it's been like, what, like 15 years since I had that guitar. Yeah, and you still play that uh, regularly, too? Um, Yes and no, because, since I'm, like, right now I'm currently, I'm currently living in, in Kingston, Jamaica, mm-hmm. and um, some of my stuff, like my guitars, are, like, and my amps are back in Miami, and right. I have a friend taking care of them for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, you cannot bring every single thing <laughs> on a plane as much as you wish, you yeah, know. Yeah, like, I, this time around, I had to bring my pedals. Yeah. And, you know, and I, well, everybody gets, a, like, in the airport, like, you know, there's a lot of bands that tour, so I would hope they know what a pedal board is instead of right. thinking that it's something else. I know. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> I know. So, wires coming out of it and everything. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. I think they, I think they checked it and everything, and then they left like a like, yeah, your bag was checked huh. for that same reason. Like they leave a note that they open your stuff yeah. and they checked it. Yeah, they look through it. <laughs> like a, a, a nice little note. <laughs> we look through your shit. Well, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. And uh, and I had to get a hard. I I was gonna bring it, but I had to get a hard case for that. Yeah. And we just couldn't do it because we had too much luggage and um. And I I heard stories, man. I never toured, I never flown with a with a guitar. Yeah. And I heard stories that that they, what well, how they say here in Jamaica, they mash up the guitars. Oh like They yeah. mash it up. I heard yeah. stories, man. Yeah, I've seen pictures of uh, every once in a while. You'll see like on Facebook or something a band that was uh, touring and in, in one of their guitars, the heads they open the case and the headstock was broken off or whatever. And they don't take responsibility for that. A lot of times it's, yeah, I think it's hard to, uh, unless you probably buy insurance or something, which maybe, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not sure how that works, but 
Yeah, it seems like you you're pretty much screwed. No, no, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So your fir- so your first band, what, what what was that like? Did you you were doing half yeah. covers and when did you start writing stuff yourself? Very early. Yeah. I wrote like um, uh, like I said before on the, on the lost tapes that uh. <laughs> That uh, that uh, my 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 dad was the one that like like I would like play guitar and like try to learn these songs. Yeah. And he would just tell me like, why don't you like learn? I mean, write your own songs. And I was like, well, you, you know, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And and ever since then, I, I don't know. I just had like a distaste for like doing covers. Mm-hmm. And also, no 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 disrespect to people that do covers, but you kind of feel like. If you know how to play your instrument, why don't you just do that? You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the amount of time that you spent doing covers, like, and people do covers very well, but it's like you can probably do the same thing with the, the same amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Writing your own songs. Yeah, work on your own shit. And yeah, and then um, so I did that, and then um, the first stuff I started writing was more like ska, reggae type songs, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, yeah, and then eventually. Once I once I started listening to CKY, I, I started going that route, and uh, also the band before CKY was called Foreign Objects, and I and I started going that route too. Uh, it was like a heavier, it was like a heavier version of the band with more like cynic type stuff, but right. you know, yeah, nice. And which is another Miami band. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had, I, I started doing that, and then I was just re- uh, demoing those songs, and then I had that urge. This was like already 18, 19 years old, and I already had that urge to, like, this is what I want to do. I want to start a band, like, really bad. I don't know if you ever got that. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, butterf- yeah, it's like butterflies in your stomach. You're like, man, I want to do this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did you, and, uh, did you see, like, a live show early on that sort of made you want to uh, do that? No, actually, no. I yeah. was late in the game with live with live shows. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I was already writing music and then demoing them and I'm like, oh, I like this, I like yeah. this. Um, so I did that, and the first, I had nobody to like play with. I had no band. Yeah. I just demoed in my friend's house, and then, you know, and then um, eventually uh. A friend of mine, a high school friend of mine, who eventually started, we, like, like yeah, we, I guess you can say we started the the mild band Green Sky. Yeah. Um, that's when he got me into Torch. He was like, uh, at first he was like, hey, listen to this band, and I, the first song I heard was Mentor. Yeah. Uh, that's a pretty good song, and then um, I went to go see their show. He's like, you want to go see them? I'm like, oh sure, I have nothing to do. And um, I I went and um, I, like recollecting, I'm mean, like that was my first experience in a rock show, especially yeah. a band like that. This is incredibly heavy, right? Um, because at that time it was the the time where they were um they were playing self-titled and in return. Oh, okay. So yep. to me, self-titled in return and Meanderthal were like the most heaviest, oh, yeah. like the heaviest period. Yeah. And then they did Harmonicraft, and you know it became a little, uh, like you could say, pop esque. Right. They had like it was a little yeah. softer. Yeah, yeah. Catchier. Yeah. 
And but that time, I remember I was like, I saw like man, like a mosh pit for for the first time. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that thing scared me, bro. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Like, you're caught in the middle of it. Man. I didn't know people can be that violent. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and well, even, yeah, that's that's crazy. So that happened. And um, we talked to the band. And one I, I talked to at that time was Steve. Yeah. Um, He was, a, he was a, a, like, a really cool dude. And then um, I, I just went to their subsequent shows mm-hmm. uh, after that. And then I started... I started shifting to, it was still like that rock type of thing, but I, I, I started shifting to a little bit more, maybe like with the intention to be a little, a little heavier. Yeah. And, uh, but the funny, funny enough, the, like, it was actually, now I think about it, like the, for the heavier tone and stuff like that, it was actually listening to floor that oh, got yeah. me more into that. Like, oh, okay. I was like, I like, Torch, but I was like the floor, the first floor record. I was like, man, like, whoa, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, what uh, is? And you saw them live, I'm sure, right? Uh, floor when they reunited. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. Their here. first, their yeah. first show was in Miami. Oh, all right. Yeah, they played a couple. It of was games. in my. Yeah, it was in Miami, and then they think I did. They they think Atlanta and Gainesville. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have. And uh, yeah, I have a poster for those up yeah. up here from. Uh, Right in front of me here, Saturday, April third, the Pearl, the Earl, in uh, I think that's the Earl. Yeah, I think that's uh, Atlanta, maybe or from. That oh place. yeah, yeah, I think that might have been Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I I saw them when they when they reunited, and it was like the heaviest thing I ever saw in my life. I thought my stomach was gonna rumble out of my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was crazy, man. And then when they went to the when they played self titled, it was like whoa. Yeah. And yeah, and so that happened. I started getting to. Then he started introducing me to uh, all those other bands, and he introduced me to Pelican. And then I remember I saw Pelican with him and another friend in Fort Lauderdale, and it was like uh, they were playing for. Uh, they were opening for Circus Survive and Thrice. Oh, okay. It was an odd combo, yeah. And the, all the little, all the little kids did not like that. <laughs> yeah, they were like, like the Circus Survive and Thrice fans were confused, and yeah. we were like the only ones that are into Pelican, you know? Yeah. But it happens. I mean, what can you do? Right. So we did that, and like, and then I, the the kid, uh, the, the friend of mine, he he, his name was Rolly. He we I I was like, you know what? Uh, like he had cool ideas for like songs, mm-hmm. but he just didn't know how to play guitar. So I said, "How about if I teach you how to play?" Yeah, you know, and we can you know go from there. And that's kind of like what we did. Like for the most part, I was like the the main songwriter yeah. up until he got like good enough to write his own stuff. And yeah. he had some pretty cool ideas. And he he usually played like a lot of lead. Mm-hmm. Um. And like when lead guitar in terms of like you know, like texture. Yeah. I was actually listening to you would you would know because I was listening to your, the your old band oh, and yeah, yeah. it had the elements of like that dreamy lead type of stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I, I it's not like, like, yeah. like Van Halen. Yeah, I love <laughs> you know? that stuff, but I, I have no idea how to play that stuff. So I, I tried to do layers and stuff and make uh, uh, yeah stuff like that. I like that stuff. Yeah. Exactly. 
so he he would do stuff like that and then um we we uh we got like some people there and uh like it was like i said like it was it was a, like when we first started i was as amateur as you gonna get yeah you know yeah and i like i i would sing but i didn't have my singing voice yet where it was things were in key or anything yet yeah you just and, kind of find, uh, your, find your voice literally yeah and yeah and i used to like also scream because of the like other bands i listened to so then um we played our first show like in in a place called hialeah like a, a city called hialeah and it's like it's like a somewhere in um in miami mm-hmm. uh, it was like a little it was it was uh what you would call it, it uh a rehearsal studio that people will have shows there oh okay we did that and um then from there we just started playing shows and fast forward to like this is all 2009 yeah so fast forward to uh about november of 2009 we decided that we were going to record two songs that actually made it uh those songs are now on the uh the um signal your age of signals mp oh yeah, yeah. uh remote world and, and new vision yeah there's a there's a green sky version in in green sky bank and there's a version that they did it. It's you. You'll notice the difference. It's a, a little. little yeah. It's a little different. It's not as like. Um, how do I say it? I mean, like, the the drumming's a little different for for Eurasia, and the leads are different. Right. For Eurasia, for, uh, like, uh, Remote World ha- and in this version has a guitar solo for Eurasia, and then, and then like a bunch of st- uh, more layers and stuff like that in um. A new vision while the other one is a little bit i would say the other one's a little bit more straightforward yeah okay you know nice. so yeah that happened we recorded it with john uh nunez from torch and uh and once we released it we we uh i don't know we started getting a little bit uh, a good little buzz in the sense that uh the other guy uh Rolly, was very good at uh promoting yeah very good yeah I I'm not good at promoting. We 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 mentioned this that uh, you know like I'm a I can be shy and yeah with with people and and stuff like that and I have like you know I like guess tough for me to be like if uh, like hey let, you know you want to listen to my band check this out yeah you know and, and, and it's funny because this is something I wanted to talk about like um because you you you, you want to do a whole segment of uh a band starting out and I yeah. think it's like uh, I think that it's actually uh important to talk about bands mm-hmm. in the process of just getting started. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because that's something nobody talks about like Yeah. A band starts and all of a sudden they're they're like everybody listens to them and nobody talks about all the stuff they had to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the stuff you know? I, I kind of want to get into here. And especially um, Yeah where a lot of the bands I talk to are, are people that have been around for a while. So some of those memories mm-hmm. might be old, but you're, you know, yeah, sort of just starting out. And uh, so it's sort of fresh in your head, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, it's, um, when that, when that happens, it's, it's just like, man, you just gotta like go for it and, and see who listens. And yeah, a bunch of people at the time, when you first start out, nobody really takes you seriously until people start noticing you. Right. And that's when you're like, yeah, you have people coming to your shows or even talking to you 
or talking about you and, right. and all that. And that's what happened with Green Sky. We had some, some, we had some, um, uh, how do I say this? Like we had some like, uh, like potential, I guess you yeah. could say like we're, we're, we're getting somewhere. Right. It wasn't like, like packed shows or anything, but it was like, Hey, you know, like they're noticing us and right. people yeah. and, and like having reviews and stuff like that of the, of the remote world EP or whatever. Yeah. And it was quite, it was quite cool and surreal. And, um, you know, and then, uh, that started happening. And then I, I would say like, long story short with the band, we just didn't, didn't see really eye to eye in, the, in what was going to happen. You know? Right. Like in the grand scheme of things, I think we were just too young. Right. Uh, and then maybe, I don't know if things happened too fast, but we just, I don't know. I, I, I think it was like things weren't well thought out and that eventually probably like led up to the, the band breaking up. And then yeah, once the band uh, broke up, I, I decided to do uh, Eurasia and I decided to, that it was going to be something like a, like, like the band uh, Yesu, which is just like a sort of solo thing. And, uh, you know, has nothing, has nothing to do with the fact that if, um, that if like, you know, I can't work with people or this and that, it's just, that, I don't know. It, it's just like, you have a vision. Yeah. Yeah. You have a vision yeah, and you don't want like it to like, I not like Kevin Shields or anything, you know, like, you know, like yeah. I took like two years to make <sighs> Loveless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's, it's just like you, it's just easier. Yeah. The only thing I would say, the most difficulty, the most difficult part of your age that I would say is that although you're a one man band and have the uh, people playing with you or a uh, bass player friend or drummer friend helping you out, what happens is that what's difficult about that is that like when you're in a band, like you're going to, you're going to go record, you work all you guys work and put money together and then you go record yeah and then and it's like nothing like if somebody said i'm going to record you for like let's say 400 dollars, like oh that's no problem you know yeah but then if you're solo you're like 400 dollars is a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> by yourself yeah. all right yeah <laughs> which is it never happened like because I, I decided to try to learn how to mix and all that stuff by myself by yourself yeah. but i i still have to master and i still have to pay for that master yeah yeah so you know, and yeah, I mean, it comes out of your pocket and yeah, that's why like contrary to popular belief that when, uh, when everybody was mad at Metallica for talking about Napster, yeah, people need money, man, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. do these things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Like,
you know, I mean, it would be nice for everybody to have the Signal VP if right. I can just give it to people. But yeah, yeah. remember, like, in order to do stuff, in order to have vinyl and this or that, you have to pay for it and yeah. you have to fund it, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so let's talk so, about this, the, the Signal's uh, release that just came out. Um, Signal VP, man, it's the bee's knees, bro. <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> <Nah>, it, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, I had that, the EP, it, it was released quite a few times in, in different ways. Like, there's a version, I still have it, I have the CDs, that it, there's a version that's, um, it was more like a demo, I would say it's just a demo, that yeah. had half drums that were programmed and uh half drums that were real yeah and uh that was when we when basically your age started uh i had one drummer his name was chris yeah. his name was chris Condolado, and i had another and i had a bass player named marcos but they they did not like record they just will play live yeah. and uh i was doing that ep this was back in 2011. Mm -hmm. 2011, 2012, one of those. It, well, the songs were written in 2011. Right. And then I would say finished, like recorded and finished in 2012. Okay. Uh, we played shows and, and all that. And then we uh, recorded the, did all the songs and stuff like that. And to what I thought was, I'll, to what I thought was like, I was satisfied with it at the time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I said I asked John to master it and release it, but you know, I got, I got some reviews and uh, any and some places that I remembered that reviewed Green Sky and they remembered it were like, oh wow, you know, this is um like uh, he's back and stuff like that. He was in Green Sky and now he's doing this and right. it's a, 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 a more focused sound nice. in a way. Uh, yeah, like like Green Sky. Well, you won't hear that from the remote world EP, but there's other stuff that is in the band camp that, and uh, those are songs I'm still using for now. Green Sky, a song called Violet. Yeah. And uh, it's very, it, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool song, and uh, and actually John played bass on that song because we didn't have a bass player oh, in Green nice. Sky, so he helped us with that song. Oh, cool. Yeah, and. Um, so we're like, what was happening is we're heading to like more of a post rock thing, and I, I wanted to be more natural. Yeah. And I didn't want to be like in genre, so I decided that Eurasia was going to be very, I wouldn't like to an extent diverse, but also focused. Yeah. You know, with no headache of, uh, you know, oh man, this song. Uh, what do I do with this song? And like, I, I don't, I don't like to think about songs. I don't like. I don't think that something you should have fun with mm -hmm. should be complicated, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. no, you know, nor it should be difficult or, or stuff like that. So, you know, I wanted to make a, a band that was like focused mm -hmm. and just what I thought sounded cool and, and whatever. So I did that. We released the, 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 um, the, first version of signal vp or signals demo if you like to call yeah. it that and uh so after that uh i had my friend from high school well actually he played half of the of the, of the thing mm -hmm. of the first of the demo because um the first drummer chris conlaro 
he he just I don't know he decided not to play in the band because I think he was going to start playing for the church or something. Like that. I don't know exactly his, his exact reason. Right. But uh, it was one of those, and uh, so I had a, a I had a, my friend Cody uh, play um, on those. Mm-hmm. And also like uh, like shows and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, he's been for the most part. Well, actually, not for the most part, all of it. Um, the longest drummer I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And uh, to this to this day, I don't know about I don't know how things are gonna be now because I'm over here and he's over there. And, right. And um, he also plays in different bands, so I don't know how that's gonna work. Like I, the whole whatever, but. Um, Especially, I, I don't, I don't want to think about it too much because with COVID situation, you know, you got all the time in the world. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that happened, and um, so he played. Uh, he played for that, and then he played for more like most of the releases that, that that Eurasia has done. There's another, there's another release that we did, but uh, uh, I mean, in that case, it was like kind of like my fault mm-hmm. that uh. It didn't like also and also listening to people that um we, like with my you know I was recording these things and um, if I would have spent more time on them mm-hmm. and stopped trying to like release them as is I would uh I probably would have been more satisfied and then right. um I released uh, another record called A View of the Earth and uh, that was that one was definitely different yeah it's gonna be re released eventually but uh it, it's a uh, it's definitely different from from signals. Signals yeah. was straightforward. Yeah. And this one was a little bit more up tempoed and diverse. Right. And heavier. And uh but uh the thing is that when I, I I did not get John to master it and I had somebody else that somebody recommended me. Yeah. And uh yeah, I mean when I got the master, I was like at first I was like, Well, it's not it's not bad and then <sighs> And then I realized he actually mastered it in, in I think he mastered it in mono. Oh, really? And I'm like, and I was like, I asked him like, how come? He's like, well, the, the he had a problem. He had difficulty mastering it because he said that with my type of music, I guess he was like, oh, you're going for more lo-fi stuff. I didn't know what to do, so I had to listen to what your your first release and realize that this is what you're going for. And then he did that, and huh. I, I I was a little bit more like shy and I wouldn't really say what it was on my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, okay. 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 And right, not realizing right. that it's going to bite me in the end. And right. I released it and then I was like, man, I'm not happy with this. Wow. It sounds, yeah. Yeah. And I, I kind of made a vow to myself that I wasn't going to do that anymore. If I didn't like something, I was going to like, yeah, I don't say like something this, or you know? change it. Yeah. Cause the last time that that happened was, um, you know, we we were gonna we were like we wanted to do like well we're gonna have the signal cp the one you you hear now it were like this version was recorded like i think like in 2018 right and what happened was that we did that uh uh that other version had other people playing like other bass players and uh some of the way that was the the bass came out wasn't too great Mm-hmm. But and then I we were gonna have a, a bass player 
that Cody recommended to you know play on it, and he he did, but he he also mixes. But uh, I think that you know when it happened when he mixed, uh, you know he'll send me the songs and like at, at first like, I I think what happened is I also wanted to get true to release it because it, it it took a long time. Right. So I wanted to release it, and you know did not think twice, and then uh, I was like. And when I hear it back, I was like, "Oh man, you know, this is not. I don't like this." Right. And that and that's like that's when I was like, "Okay, this is like, I'm not gonna do something until, like, like 100 percent that I'm completely happy with it." Yeah. So you want to be in control. Of yeah. You know. So what happened was I I was working on this EP that's gonna come after God Willing after um, Signals. It's called Skygazer and it's a pretty cool. You, you heard one of the songs, "Life is Strange." Yeah. Um, it's a little different, and um, so I was I was working on that. And I'm like, at at that moment, I was like, why don't I just work on the the, the signal VP? What happened? I just remix it, right? And have it remastered. And I, I just said, well, I'll have all the time in the world. Literally, I have all the time in the world. You know? Yeah. And I I. Started mixing it. I started watching a whole bunch of videos on mixing, uh, videos on like uh, Rick Viato, uh, uh, man, like Rick Viato, just a bunch of things mixing, compressing, like to get better at it. And I just started doing it every single day. It literally took me two months huh. of just like reworking and working, working until I was finally satisfied. Right. And also, I have a my my brother-in-law. He he's um he's a musician in Cuba. Mm-hmm. He's a musician in Cuba. He has his own group. Uh, it's called uh, um, in English. It's like I don't know how do I say this in English. It's like it's called in Spanish is Club Conexo. Okay. But in English, it'll probably be like Club Conexo. You know? Yeah. It's yep. like uh, Connection Club. I think that's a, roughly a translation in English. Right. And he he he's a he he studied music and um, and percussion, and he's also an audio engineer. So I would send them the songs and I'll say, what do you think? Right. And he was like, he, he just told me, I, oh, no, they're good to go. Oh, nice. So when he, when he told me it was good to go, I was like, all right, awesome. You know, and then I said, I talked to John. I'm like, hey, I, I want you to master it. And John mastered it. And then uh, I released it. And this, uh, this is where we are today. And yeah. I'm, I'm not turning back. I mean, I'm really happy with the result. Yeah. Um, I listen to it with other stuff. Yeah. That I that I would that I would listen to like um, I don't know. Have you heard the new Hum album? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say your your band definitely has a Hum uh, vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, although I did not listen to Hum around the time that I, I recorded Signals. Yeah. The production, what I had it in mind. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I was listening to Hum a lot and had the production in mind. Yeah. Nice. So I was like trying to go for that and I was I was really happy and um yeah man signals uh I mean it took a long time if you think about it well all the you know it took years but then it's like we're, I'm like you have to be happy with your own stuff you know what I'm saying yeah. like yeah, yeah you can never like yeah you can never release something because um you know I don't know like people at least me I pressure myself and like you know I want to do this and I want to do that. And then I learned recently how to be patient with things 
and just like let everything take its course. Yeah. So we only uh well when I um released signals I was like completely happy with it to the point that I obviously I want it to do good. Yeah. You know? Obviously, like I would love for it to do good and everybody like people buy it and people play it and yeah. people and they they're like, Oh yeah, you know, they can put it up there and if it, if, it, if I had money and, and, and uh, put it on vinyl, people buy the vinyl or whatever yeah. medium they, they use. But at the same time, it's one of those things where I'm like, if it didn't happen, I'm still happy with this record. Yeah. Yeah. You created something and yeah. Other people like, like can, it. That's cool. But yeah, if you're doing it cause you love doing this. Yeah. Like, you know, there's people that make, like you hear this from bands all the time. There's people that make records and they don't even listen to it. Yeah. I know. And like, why? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I I like to listen to stuff I I created. You know, it gives you a little sense of pride. You know. Yeah, exactly. You know, so that's what that's what's happening right now um, with signals, and then um, I have another EP coming out, and uh, I I I have a song that I want to do, and it's gonna come out in the summer. Nice. Uh, God willing, and it's gonna be like a little shoegazy stuff, and then. Eventually, um, do release the uh, start mixing and and and, uh, and put out um, Skygazer and you know uh, this one's this one's interesting too because I also have a, a friend of mine who's also a musician mm-hmm. you know play on it uh, one of a good friend of mine named uh, his name is Mike Meza okay and he's working on music as well yeah and uh, I asked him if he can play bass. Uh, for those for two songs, uh, he played bass on Life is Strange. Okay, and it sounded really good. Yeah, and he also played ba- uh, bass on the title track uh, with the Skygazer, and uh, sounds really good too. And uh, I played bass on the other two songs, and uh, really happy about it. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, man, like um, that's what I'm trying to go from from there, and just take it as far as I can go. Yeah, this. The the songs on the the signals one, um, this song a new vision. You had a, a different singer mm-hmm. on there. This uh, friend Raphael. Uh, so yeah. How, how do you know him? He does more of like some screaming vocals. Yeah, um, he's um, he's a friend of uh, he's a friend of Cody's that that um, he's more of a friend of Cody's. Like he, like that's how I met him. Yeah. And um, he plays in a band. That uh, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Yeah, I spelled it last time too. Uh, Eras, I think it's Eras One, I, R R, A, apostrophe S, and then one like the number one. Uh, um, like spelled out. O N E. Right. O N E. Yeah. Nice. And um, he's a metal band. He uh, he plays in a metal band, and it's like uh. Like I said, like uh, I told you before, that it's like a um, this Pantera type sound. Oh yeah, yep. You know, uh, it's like a real Phil Ensemble type vibe, I guess, from him. And then, um, but when he did a new vision, his vocals reminded me a lot of uh, of um, of the of the guy from from Rosetta. Oh yeah, sounded yeah. a lot like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and what that came about? Yeah, it is. Um, that came about because I was, you know, I did a lot of screaming. I did, uh, I, I still did screaming for 
alternative route and also the screaming for uh, the song Save Myself. And, yeah. um, but that, that was a long time ago. So <laughs> I, I remember we did a new vision, we tracked it, and then I sang, and I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to. I don't want to mess up my voice. Right. So I was like, I was like, I reckon, I was like, oh, I'll, I should get Ralph to, to do it. Right. And then uh, Cody asked him, and he said, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Nice. And uh, I was like, I said, yeah. He was like, just give me the, the, the um, just give me the, the, the lyrics, and I'll do it. Right. Funny enough. Well, thank. It, 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 <laughs> funny enough, the the night that it was like plagued by by things, you know, yeah. that all of a sudden my computer wasn't working like it should. Oh, uh, right, yeah. And uh, I don't know what happened that, something happened where, where, yeah, like I recorded his vocals, but something happened where there was something, I don't know, like uh, like some audio file that was missing. Right. And like if it, I have a weird, I, 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 I use Acid Pro Music Studio, Mm-hmm. And as a, sometimes it, I don't know if all the other DAWs are like that, but if it's like if it's missing a file, right, it will not work until you can find that file, uh, the, like the song. And then so somehow I, by accident I deleted one file, and then I basically had to go through all the the takes and right. find the ones that work, oh, right. And I had to and I had to find Ralph's vocals and and piece them all back together, and basically yeah. take. Yeah, and I was like, man, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of like what happened <laughs> with the first interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is like it's plagued <laughs> by stuff. Yeah. So that happened, and then um, yeah, and then uh, Ralph did the vocals, and uh, and uh, it turned out really cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's a version of of myself uh, doing the screens for New Vision. That's the Green Sky version. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, but the thing with save myself and, and alternative route, there are more. The screaming is not so much like it is. Uh, a new vision. New vision is like very like that's a lot of like sentences. Sentences. Yeah, a lot of words. And uh, yeah, and it's like. It it would be like tough to do on the throat. So yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ain't doing it. Yeah. So yeah, and then. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs, huh? Yeah, and then you, 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 you know, we talk about the the riffs that you love, uh, riffs and the 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 heavy song, heaviest song I think on here is "Remote World," which uh, kind of reminds me of like it has like an early Torch vibe to it, and uh, it's very hypnotic and, and heavy. I, I love it. Yeah, "Remote World" is a very it's a very interesting song, and. Uh, very very early song too yeah and uh it was uh i got inspired by listening to that song from uh a song from pelican called mammoth okay yep and uh it was like that and then um i just wanted to write uh, like kind of like and similar to mammoth i was like a very attacky type song if you want to say it like just straightforward like in your face mm-hmm. this and but I don't like to to and what are no, no nothing against anybody who does this. Well, I don't like to tune to B, yeah, or or stuff like that. Yeah, I usually play and I tune to like D standard and um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, you know, because there's a thing that people say that you can just sound heavy with, 
with uh, heavier gauge strings and and, uh, and a lower tuning. And I'm yeah. like, nah, man. I mean, if you listen to, matter of fact, if you listen to to uh, Black Sabbath, like Paranoid, yeah, that whole album was in uh, uh, standard tuning. Standard tuning. Yeah, and with banjo strings. It's <laughs> crazy. Because of Tony Iommi's fingers. Yeah. So you don't need that. I don't yeah. know. Like that, yeah. I, I, you know, again, no, nothing against anybody who does that, but I, I just felt like it, that wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I did a, did a remote world and, uh, I, I, the, the lyrics were easy to do. I don't know. They just, I was just strum and sing. And yeah. then it, I was like, Oh, I, I like this. I just wrote it as quick as I can. Yeah. And, uh, I found it to be catchy, and I almost felt like, in a weird way, it could be a pop song, in a yeah. way, like a radio pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
poetry. Yeah, and uh, it was always an opener. Yeah. Okay. For because uh, we talked about this in the lost tapes that yeah. uh, <laughs> that that when I well, we used to play live both Green Sky and Eurasia, I wanted to open with with a remote world because like uh, you know when you're when you're playing and you get nervous or whatever the case may be, you want to, I, I, my, my way of like, just like, just playing shows is just, just like attacking the, the, the audience, like as, with all full force of like your, your ability. Yeah. You know, you have to be confident in yourself. So you, you just like, you bring out your, like your most heaviest song first to mm -hmm. let people know you're not, you're not playing around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because pummel the crowd. If you're nervous or, yeah, like if you're nervous or, or timid, people are gonna like, they, they have no, like no, nobody, like people have no qualms to tell you that they don't like you. Yeah. No, I know. You know, they have no problem telling you they don't like you. Yeah. So like like it's like you gotta go to war with the crowd you gotta win them over yeah yeah definitely. and uh yeah and then that's how i felt so i felt like remote world was the best song to do that yeah just hit them with uh with like a like maybe i don't even i don't even know so much about introducing yourself just start yeah and see what happens yeah you know and uh yeah and then um and i felt like uh, also like remote world is another song that i feel like that's a song that I I wouldn't mind using for radio or stuff like that. Cause I, I feel like it's not long and I feel like right. it's very straightforward yeah. to the point and, and catchy lyrics and, and whatever. And that's like, I'm very proud of that song. Yeah. You yeah, know? Be, so yeah. yeah. And then, um, that, uh, just, just overall signals is just like, uh, signals just has some, some, I, I always wanted to write music that, like like your like your like what your your podcast is called like you know talk about the passion you always want to write something that you're passionate about you know yeah yeah of course and yeah. um, signals like it actually has some you know for the most part it has some pretty good subject matter for anybody that's even going through things you yeah. know like um like I would say two of the songs uh. Two of the songs. I mean, not for me personally, but you know, uh, I wanted to write something that, like one thing. I, 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 it's almost like I want, like I promised myself that I was going to do with Eurasia. Yeah. Is I, I, I never wanted to write songs that make people feel bad. Yeah. Okay. You know, like they they put people in the mood, or they have heavy subject matter that's towards the negative because I feel like people they go through life and some people, you know, tragedy can happen to you and you can end up depressed for whatever reason, you know, a bunch of reasons. Right. Yeah. And I'm not, you know, the, the, the whole purpose of like, at least this is how I see it. The, the purpose of like making movies or writing music is not to, um, how do I say this? Like, like if you're already having a bad day, why would you want to have a, a soundtrack to your bad day? You I know. know what I'm no, no, yeah. No, I know. Like nothing, like nothing against the like Pantera, but they literally have a song called "Suicide Note One and Two. Yeah. Imagine if you're really suicidal and you're gonna listen to that song. <laughs> no, I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, so I, I never wanted to, like, you know, I'm talking about like I'm a you know spiritual person, like a, a religious person, so I don't want to 
I don't want to contribute to that. So yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, if yeah, I don't know if Pantera wrote it for whatever reason. That's there, you know, that's their problem, you know, and whatever. I'm I'm no one to say anything, but that's just not me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the the songs, uh, particularly, um, alternative route and save myself are about heavy things. Yeah. Again, not about me personally, but like. Like for example, the alternative route is deals with like it deals with anxiety. Yeah. I I, I do suffer from anxiety um, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, but alternative route is more like anxiety with like the intention that you're going bad, like you're going to like you're feeling like you would like to end it all. Yeah. yeah. But. It's a, that's what the the name means, alternative route, like just going that direction. Right. But it has uplifting stuff. Originally, a single VP was more like a um, a record that had a theme. Okay. And the theme was about being depressed, but eventually you get out of it. Yeah. Okay. So, but then I just decided to leave themes alone. Some the songs still have the same subject matter, but I decided to leave the themes alone and just go straight, just write the songs, you know. Yeah. But so that's why a new vision and, and remote world don't flow and, and the and the subject matter. But okay. the the um there's the three songs that are there. Right. Alternative route, uh, save myself, and you thought wrong. Alternative route is like the contemplation yeah. of it. Save myself, literally save myself, is about again not about me, but it's about whoever feels that way. Yeah. But it's like more of a cry for help. The people that want to do it, actually, they don't want to do it. Yeah. They feel like they should do it. They feel like they should end it, mm-hmm. but they want somebody to comfort them and talk them out of it. Hmm. So, uh, I got to print the lyrics eventually, but, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's dealing with that. It, it deals with, and the screaming is like, save myself, you know, the frustration. Yeah. And, um, it's basically a person that wants to, that's suicidal and doesn't want, uh, but also it's a cry for help. Would want somebody to talk them out of it. Will want somebody to comfort them and, yeah. and make them feel better and, and stay by their side and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you thought wrong is basically, it's just literally like six words in the, in that whole entire song. Yeah. It's just basically, you thought wrong, and the lyrics are, you thought wrong, it's all gone. Basically, like saying, you know, you just, you got out of it. You thought you were going to be like this, and then you, 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 uh, you got out of the situation. You're, yeah. you're not like that anymore. You're, you right. beat your depression. Nice. You know, because I don't want to, again, I don't want to contribute to, to anything like that that makes, give us a, a person a soundtrack of like, of their lives. Yeah. Of, yeah. Like, of struggling and stuff like that. Yeah. Negative um, and stuff like that. And I, and even when I play guitar and some of the riffs, I try to make it um, uplifting and not go into the dark. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you know, I, I you know, I, I just it, it's it will be something just to help people because uh, I definitely don't want to have that on my on my freaking my conscious. like yeah. on my yeah on my name. You know? Yeah, definitely. Because there are there are people like that that need help and yeah. Uh, and certainly they don't want to do it, but you know. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if people want to find the the signals, you you're uh, you have the Bandcamp that's under mm-hmm. uh, 
you're the Eurasia uh, band. That's the uh, that's the Bandcamp page, right? Yeah, we have um, Eurasia has the Bandcamp. Uh, Bandcamp, uh, I think it's Bandcamp Eurasia band. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, thank God for for uh, for phones. Yeah, yeah. People talk. People talk a lot about phones that they're controlling people's lives, but at the same time, like literally, I'm looking at my phone right now and I'm yeah. about to give you the address. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's uh, eurasia.bandcamp.com. Yep. And then uh, for uh, Instagram, uh, euro band, uh, euro underscore band, wait, euro underscore Asia underscore band. I have dyslexia, so yeah. <laughs> I'll put the so, links. Uh, I'll put the uh, links up too when I share these on uh, on my social media as well. So nice. So yeah, and the Facebook. Yeah. Facebook dot com slash uh, you know Eurasia Band, all nice. in one word, and then uh, and uh, like anybody who uh, who likes Spotify, yeah, Apple Music, and and uh, uh, Amazon, and all everything that people like, yeah, it's likely to be there. It's there you know? streaming. A, per, uh, a lot of people like Spotify, so if yeah. you're into Spotify, that's the place, that's the place for you. Yeah, yeah, I use it too, but I, I and, like uh, to uh, I, li- I like to use that for like finding new music. But I, I try to uh, you know give bands money, so I, I definitely recommend people go to the Bandcamp page and and buy it. But, yeah, yeah, I mean that's the like I, like we like we mentioned earlier, man. Like uh, that helps. Yeah, uh, yeah. bands. Big time, you know, because keep being in a band is uh, or playing music is a, it's, a, it's a really expensive hobby. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like for instance, I re- I mean, I did most of the stuff, recorded it, at like the drums are recorded at Cody's house and some guitars, and then I did the rest over here. But you know, keep in mind, yeah, like you need money to, in order to do any of that, to buy microphones, to do yeah. this, to do that, to put out music, to even have the motivation, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. And, uh, and on top of that, you know, like the money that you invest in, uh, invest in, uh, your, your music, yeah. you know, goes, it's either paying the bills or going to the music and every once in a while you gotta like bite the bullet and be like, right, I'm, I'm gonna put something out and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. So, uh, it helps a lot, you know, Definitely. You know, so yeah, man, uh, support uh, local up and coming uh, artists and uh, yeah, anybody who's trying to get there, you know? Definitely. Especially the climate that now, how it is now. Like, I it, know, seriously. Yeah, like the age of downloading completely. I mean, I'll, I'm guilty of it too, but yeah, I, once I became a serious musician, I stopped. I stopped yeah. illegal downloading. Yeah, no, definitely. So, yeah awesome man well hey i appreciate uh you doing this again for the, <laughs> the second time with me uh and uh yeah I'm gonna put this out in the next couple of days and uh remember yeah. it's it's uh what is it control and then save yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's all good man even if this happened a third time i don't care yeah Cool. Awesome, man. Well, hey, you have a, a good night, and uh, we will uh, talk to you soon, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, you know, whenever you, you want to do this again in the future. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
and I'll definitely send people to uh, check the band out. And I'm gonna we'll put uh, so they're gonna hear some of the music throughout this too as well. So yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, have a good night. All right, you too, bro. Take care. Take care, man. Bye.